0: Hey Marvelites, are you done thinking about Spider Man Far From Home? Because we're not. This is the last Marvel movie we're getting for a while, and we're gonna ride this hype train as long as we can. So here we are, another episode talking about Spider Man Far From Home.
1: Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy.
0: Jack, take it away.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wasn't prepared for that. Um. Yeah. So today, um, just because we got another movie that had um, that had some Spider-Man stuff in it, and we know they're building up to a- another one, clearly. Uh, I thought today we could talk about villains we'd want to see in future Spider-Man movies.
0: Yeah, and. So I want to say, first of all, I don't think that we need, we need one more villain, I think. But I really think that for the third Spider-Man movie, whenever it may be, it's going to be a Sinister Six.
2: Yeah, well, I was thinking about that, because it's like, I was thinking about who they be because they're clearly building up to to a Sinister Six movie. Um, so right now, just looking at the list, they have Michael Keaton as Vulture, uh, Brokeem Woodbine as Shocker, uh, Michael Mando as Scorpion, and possibly Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Although.
0: No, I agree. He's alive I, or dead, I <laughs> he could easily come back. I think.
2: I think he could easily come back. Although I feel like, if, I don't know. I I don't know how to feel either way. Because I feel like if there was a chance he would be alive, they would have hinted on it already.
0: Maybe, we also have. Um, The Tinkerer, right? I think The Tinkerer was in Homecoming. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Did you say The Shocker? Yep, Shocker was in it. Yep, Shocker. And we have The Prowler. Charles Gambino was... He was the guy that Spider-Man went to interrogate. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said he has a nephew, Miles. So we have have The Prowler, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And so that's, that's how, that, that is six, right? Vulture, Scorpion, uh, Prowler, Shocker, Mysterio, Scorpion, Tinkerer. Scorpion. That's, yeah, that's six. There we go. I could, I feel like they'd want to have one
2: more big villain in it, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like they want one more big
0: name. the Tinkerer, you can take or leave the Tinkerer. I, like, I had to think about that. He, was he in Homecoming? I think so. so
2: Donald Glover's character doesn't seem like he'd be the kind of guy who would be a vil, like a super villain either. He's just like normal Joe. Oh,
0: yeah. I see. Well, yeah. there's been a few years. <laughs> there's been five- there's been over five years. That's true. Yeah. But no, I do think they need to bring in at least one more big-name villain, like mm-hmm. the Rhino.
2: Well I guess I'm uh, just looking online, I guess the big talk for the next one is Craven the Hunter is the name that's being tossed around a lot.
0: That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're right, that has been a big topic of conversation. Do you know much about Craven the Hunter?
2: A little bit. I read um I read it I read a storyline in the ultimate Spider Man comics, the the series by Brian Michael Bendis that had Craven as like the main villain. Oh, so I kinda know his deal in that in that is in that series he was like a um he had this reality TV show where he hunts big monsters he hunts big um animals and he decides he's going to go hunt Spider-Man live on TV
0: okay and people uh, were supporting this
2: yeah people were supporting it people don't like Spider-Man
0: oh but it's okay was he trying to capture Spider-Man or straight out straight up murder Spider-Man unclear okay
2: Joe, a lot of weird stuff happens in the Marvel comics. I'm trying I have a hard time believing this is where this is where you draw the line.
0: <laughs> so he doesn't have any powers or anything, he's just a really good hunter.
2: Really good hunter. Well he's like um, yeah, he's just like super you know, super fit, uh super athletic, uh good at traps and weapons and hunting.
0: Oh channels. yeah, yeah, like okay weaponry. That, yeah. Okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah, see, they're kind of in a corner, though, because they've had two, they've had Michael Keaton and Jake Gyllenhaal already, so they're going with big, like, A-list celebrities to play these villains, so whoever they do get for the next one also needs to be, like, a big A-list celebrity. Yeah. So it's like, they can't just get, they can't just do what Marvel normally does, which is kind of get celebrities who are sort of on the cusp of becoming famous, because they've set up this precedent in the other Spider-Man movies.
0: But again, it's, they're actors. Like you can get whoever you want. They're they have a job to do. If they find like an unknown who's gonna be really good at being Craven the Hunter, just advertising Craven might be enough. I mean, it's Marvel, so just advertising a Marvel movie is gonna be enough.
2: That's true, I don't know. I feel like they'd wanna go big, but like who knows.
0: At this point, who else is left that Marvel has in kind?
2: That's true. <laughs> Oh, wait, I don't I do have some names I came up with for who could play Craven the Hunter.
0: Okay, is Craven Russian?
2: I do not know.
0: Oh, okay. I feel like he is. Could be wrong. I f-
2: he's he's somewhat at eth- he's somewhat ethnic. I don't think he's white. So I do think they need be... they I don't think they could I don't know. I don't think he's white though. So I think they would need sort of a more they need like a diverse casting to play the guy.
0: Mhm. There must be a famous Russian actor that no one has heard of in America.
2: Well, I think it's too bad D.C. already scooped him up because Jason Momoa would have killed it in this role.
0: Oh, I can see that.
2: Uh, but yeah, so I'll still put Jason Momoa on this list because he would kill it. Um, but besides that, I had uh, Oscar Isaac or from uh, or Poe Dameron from Star Wars. He was also um. Apocalypse in the X Men movies,
0: but no, was he? We're not
2: gonna hold that against him.
0: (laughs) I had no idea. I've also never seen that movie. Really? Well, I've seen parts of it, but that's as much. Yes, that's as much as I'm willing to watch. So parts of it that happened to be on TV while I was in the same room.
2: I feel like you like leave. You try to leave the room as quickly as possible. (laughs) It's on (laughs) now. Uh, so yeah, Oscar Isaac was one of my names, uh, Javier Bardem is another one, he was in, uh, he was the main bad guy in No Country for Old Men, and, uh, Skyfall.
0: I'm, I'm quickly IMDb'ing these people as you say them. Okay. So are you going on, um, acting experience, or look?
2: Um, acting, look, um, name recognition, because like I said, I feel like this guy has to have some name recognition. Okay. Uh yeah, Javier Bardem has a lot of name recognition. He's done some big stuff.
0: So far, I can see both of them, just by he's, look.
2: He's ready he to play a real creepy villain. So I mean, I feel like if Craven's not that powerful, if you had Javier Bardem playing him, Spider could that would be big, that would he'd be freaky enough that Spider-Man would be terrified of him.
0: Yeah, true. He's uh, a 16-year-old kid being hunted. <laughs> he yeah. should be freaked out.
2: And the last name I have, so going back on my, it has to be, uh, going back on my diverse casting comment originally, just because I feel like people wouldn't care if it was this guy, is uh, Keanu Reeves.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So what is up with all the Keanu Reeves, like, fandom lately? People like him. I get that.
2: He's a badass. He was in, he's, You ever see the John Wick movies?
0: I have not.
2: Kick butt.
0: <laughs> I, I... Yeah, it was a mix of things, right? He was in John Wick, he's like, I don't know, he had some good person stories come out about him.
2: Yeah, he's he's been famous for a while from The Matrix. And, yeah,
0: yeah, he's been famous for a while, but just lately, he's really been trending. And then Marvel's been talking about getting him for something. But
2: Yeah. What? Yeah, I think it's mostly because of John Wick that he's sort of having a renaissance in his career, but yeah, Marvel apparently really wants him in a movie.
0: Yeah. I've heard people saying Keanu Reeves for everything, from, like, from, like, the Silver Surfer to now Kraven. <laughs> uh,
2: any role he would just play, Ke- he would just play Keanu Reeves, but, um, uh, I mean, why not?
0: If you're looking for an A-list celebrity to face Tom Holland, Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm.
2: All Right. well, so another name for, um, a potential Spider-Man villain, uh, that's also being tossed around a lot is Chameleon.
0: Oh. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yes. i not a but he's master of disguise. I think that would be a really important way to go. Uh, because we just had Mysterio. And, like, that's a good transition. Chameleon. Plus, the Chameleon is well-known enough, but, but would also fit in well with the Sinister Six.
2: I feel like you'd have to do him as like a secondary villain,
0: but not the main villain. Right. Right. Like I think if you were to do Craven
2: the Hunter, Craven would be the main villain and then Chameleon could be a side villain.
0: Yeah. Okay, so if we're if Craven the Hunter ends up being the villain for Spider Man three Assuming we're getting a Spider Man 3 Mm-hmm. Would would it still be a Sinister Six? Or would it just be Craven the Hunter?
2: I think it would just be Craven the Hunter.
0: Okay.
2: Maybe you keep building towards the Sinister Six, maybe.
0: And the Sinister Sinister Six could be like an Avengers-level movie.
2: No. That's too Suicide squad Joe. We don't want to go there.
0: Really? No, no, no. Not the Sinister Six themselves. But you build up, you build them up, and then you bring in a bunch of heroes to fight them.
2: Oh, okay, well, okay, well, I mean, as long as it's, like, not a Sinister Six movie, I'm okay with
0: it. No, that. no. Now,
2: do a side for
0: me. Yeah, I get what you're saying. No, you build it up as a main threat. Or, hmm, or when they introduce Norman Osborn, he rounds them up. And, you, like, at the end of the movie, you find out that he was the one who got them all together to go attack Spider-Man. Or the kingpin. Yeah, bring back Vincent D'Onofrio. But at the end, you find out that the the Sinister Six were henchmen, and they didn't even know it. (laughs) Then it sets it up for another huge name.
2: Maybe there's a lot they could do.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Going back to Chameleon, though, um, I was actually just looking up who could play him. He apparently was actually in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Fun fact. Really. Yeah, um, so, you, re- you remember the, the grumpy S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who was driving the bus who works for Nick Fury? Yeah. He is credited as Dimitri That He has a really Russian last name, but apparently his credit is the civilian identity of Chameleon. Okay. So he could potentially already be in this universe.
0: Yeah, that's w- weird. <laughs> I like it uh, I like how they introduced it but that's weird
2: I mean we've we've known that they're we've, we've seen evil shield agents before so we know they exist
0: yeah and we know that Nick Fury is MIA so I mean it's a Skrull he doesn't have the same skill set as Nick Fury so we can't like pick out which shield agents are s- double agents
2: Ah, it could work. That could be another member.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um or like that guy. Oh, so after Spider-Man, <laughs> okay, this is how it goes. Spider-Man messed up on the bus with the drone, like the drone trying to kill the guy, his classmate. So, the Shield agent there, the Chameleon, he gets mad. He's like, "I'm a Shield agent. I should I'm trained for espionage and taking down and, and like infiltration not driving around a sixteen-year-old who tries to kill his own teammates so he gets frustrated and then he turns against shield or against spider-man and then calls in Craven. Maybe. yeah it would be like that scene where it's revealed that Mysterio is the bad guy um like the scene with a zero in on, the, on that scientist and we see Jeff Bridges screaming at him from the first Iron Man movie uh-huh. but it'll be like this and like, zoom in on that character, and he's like, remember this guy? He was the bus driver.
2: <laughs> okay. I could get behind that. Yeah. I feel like they kind of have to do it now, otherwise they would have just given him the credit of, like, angry S.H.I.E.L.D. agent.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, after all of our ideas on Marvel Therapy Group, when's Marvel just gonna hire us?
2: I know, right? Well, it, we can just add it to the Marvel canon that we do work for Marvel. Or the Marvel Therapy Group canon. Yeah. The ever-growing Marvel Therapy Group canon.
0: Mar- Marvel is like, why should we hire these people and pay for them? We can just listen to their podcast for free. No,
2: that's true. <laughs> yeah, they're screwing us over.
0: We'll have to start a Patreon just for Marvel employees. <laughs> like it's those so contests. Anymore. What? No, go ahead. Like those contests, like Disney contests, and it says, you can't enter if you work for Disney, or if you if a family member works for Disney. For us, it'll be like, you can't listen to us if you work for Marvel, or have family members who do. You have to you have to pay. Patreon. That's valid. That's valid. <laughs> uh, is there any other villains you'd want to see
2: in yes.
0: Spider-Man movie, Joe? Yes. Swarm. I don't know that person, but continue. So, okay. Swarm is... A scientist under who he was under Hitler or in Hitler's regime. And he found this like psychic beehive. I don't know these these bees were mutated. And they had super like super intelligence. Kind of weird. But he decides if I can enslave their queen, then I get to control this intelligent mutated beehive. <laughs> super random. <laughs> he fails and the hive attacks him and devours him but leaves his skeleton but somehow like absorbed his consciousness so this guy this Nazi scientist now embodies or like the bees embody his consciousness and he kind of controls the hive still because they surround his skeleton (laughs) it's super weird
2: this oh, good old Marvel
0: comics. Yeah. It's super weird, but it's really cool. So I was thinking...
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> me being the environmentalist. They could easily spin that. And it doesn't have to be a Nazi scientist. But like you were saying, the Godzilla movie, it starts off with a radical group of environmentalists, and they're like, let's bring the... What are they called? Uh, the Titans. The Titans in, and they'll right the natural order of nature so the scientist is like let's control the bees because they're going extinct and then he just he goes too far and it can be in New York City I feel
2: like that was an episode of Black Mirror there was like (laughs) controlling bees
0: it was yeah they had those metallic bees but someone um someone hijacked it that's not the word I'm looking for. Hacked it. Someone hacked the system. Hacked and And had the bees murder people. That was a Black Mirror episode.
2: That was, that was a black, yep, black Mirror.
0: So what if this scientist... This scientist is an employee of Oscorp.
2: That's the... That's what I was thinking. I was listing just other villains who could be in this movie, and obviously you got to think about Green Goblin. But I think it'd honestly be kind of weird to introduce Oscorp and Green Goblin now, because they've never been referenced ever in that, the MCU or any of these movies.
0: That we know of. Because we still don't know who bought Stark Tower.
2: We That's true, but I mean, it just seems weird. There'd be like a super powerful, like rich company that just no one has ever heard of suddenly just popping
0: up. Yeah, but that's the thing, it could just suddenly pop up. Like, it It doesn't have to have been in existence this whole time, it just could be a company starting up. Or, like, by a really rich, evil guy, but... Eh,
2: maybe. Stranger things have happened in that universe.
0: Yeah. Also, Roxxon. Uh-huh. Roxxon's been mentioned throughout the movies, but, like, what happened with Roxon?
2: Has
0: it? Yeah. They referenced it. They went back to it in Cloak and Dagger, but that's really as far into Roxxon as we got.
2: I know it's a really big part of Jason Aaron's Thor run. is Roxxon.
0: Uh huh. That's
2: all I know about that company.
0: Okay. Well, same kind of thing. It's it's the same kind of thing as like, Aim, Advanced Idea Mechanics. It's just an evil company that pops up every once in a while and is a villain. You know, as Marvel companies do.
2: Oh, so what do you think about this idea I stumbled across? So, I was thinking it'd be kind of nice if they could gender swap one villain so it's not just a group, like, Sinister 6 isn't just a group of six men. Doc Ock. Uh, mix it up. Well, I was thinking Doc Ock, but the problem is Spider-Verse already did that.
0: No, that's that's why. I really liked that. I didn't see that coming.
2: Yeah, oh... I mean, that could work. Like, the uh, the name that floated around online was um, Electro, as a woman.
0: Okay. Might be too soon, because they did Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It
2: almost feels like they need to do it now just to fix that, because that was bad. Yeah. That
0: was really bad. It really was. They did too much. That's the issue that all the Spider-Man movies have, though. They're like they just, they just throw in villains, because there are so many of them. Yeah. And then they don't... It's hard it's hard to, to do a good story with so many characters if you don't address all the characters. But then if you address all the characters, it's not a good movie.
2: Yeah, it's like especially with the amazing Spider-Man franchise, like they just wanted this universe to be set up without doing any of the hard work. mm-hmm. And I mean I feel like Marvel kind of wants that too, but at least they're they're content to take their time Well they want to take their time. But fans are all, fans are just, we expect everything to already be there, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. So
2: it's like they had, yeah, it's like we're no longer just content waiting six years for a team-up movie, we just want all these characters to already exist.
0: It's, that's definitely true. Which is why (laughs) Sinister Six could happen so easily, because we already have all these villains in place.
2: Do we even know when the next Marvel movie is going to hit?
0: No, I think that I think if you look online somewhere, you can find a slate. Yes. Okay. So you can find a slate of movies. They're, they're all unnamed except for like the Avatar movies, but it goes until 2027, a list of when all the Disney movies will be released. Mm -hmm. And it just says like unnamed Marvel project or something.
2: Disney has pitched full the release dates for May 1st and November 6th of 2020.
0: That's so far away.
2: That's a really long time.
0: That's a really long time.
2: It's crazy, actually.
0: But it's good because Endgame just like this Phase Three just ended. Mm-hmm. They can take their time, and they can put together a Phase Four. That's that's really good.
2: Well, plus in the meantime, good segue over into our next our next topic because in the meantime.
0: We got TV to keep us entertained. Yes! Oh, true. Um, Once, once, um, with a year in between, I mean, people keep saying superhero fatigue, and I think that's a really small percentage of people, but it's a very outspoken percentage of people. So with a year in between, it might be enough time for those people who can't handle superhero movies anymore to get back in the groove and be like, oh, these are cool. Like, I'm ready for more superhero action movies.
2: In the meantime, Avengers Endgame is the second highest grossing movie in history, so I don't think Disney's particularly worried.
0: That's true, yeah. <laughs> and then Spider-Man the Ho- And then Far From Home had one of the best... Well, the best Tuesday opening. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it had a huge opening weekend box office. So again, it's a small percentage of people. I'm not worried. No, yeah. I'm
2: not worried. Like TV time.
0: Yeah. Unless you have another villain.
2: No, I- I'm good.
0: Oh yeah, so characters like Doc Ock and the Green Goblin, I don't want to see them. I want them to be set up and let up to, cause they're mm-hmm. they're big. You know.
2: No, that's fair. Especially Green Goblin. I feel like Doc Ock, you could do easier mm-hmm. without having to set him up, but. Bar is set really high for Doc Ock and Spider Man too, so we'll see.
0: Okay. You want me to start? Okay, so for? Joe? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I will let you I will let you talk about Agents of SHIELD, and I'm oh. not gonna time it this time.
0: Okay. Okay. So we're gonna move into T V shows for a little bit. We're talking about Agents of Shield, of course. This might have to be something I do regularly, Jack. <laughs> I'm okay. no longer after last week I'm no longer content just to Oh hey, we didn't introduce ourselves. Well, they know who we are. <laughs> I'm Joe.
2: I'm Jack, twenty minutes in.
0: Yeah. It's um more than twenty, isn't it? Twenty, yeah, more than twenty. <laughs> so after the last week, I'm not content to to talk about Agents of Shield a little bit at a time. Like it's gonna be a, a weekly thing. <laughs> okay. So we had a well, a breathtaking episode of Agents of Shield this past Friday. Like I said last week, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has become the new Game of Thrones. <laughs> because they had... God
2: damn it, that, that just bugs me that you think
0: that. I'll, I'll get into that, though. Um, they had three different points. Like, three different... If it was Game of Thrones, three different armies. And they were all converging on one point. And that's what happened in this episode. And it, it immediately started off with... Um, May, Snowflake, Deke, and Daisy trying to defuse an atom bomb, and then the truck that they are in with the atom bomb slammed into the, the Shrike tower, and it collapsed, and then the Isel and Fitz and Simmons had to go retreat back into the atmosphere because their landing platform was destroyed. Meanwhile, that created, a, like, an army of, like, a swarm, <laughs> swarm, of Shrikes flying around and trying to get into the truck to attack those four and then you had Sarge taking over the Zephyr with Mac and Yo-Yo and all the other, and Piper not Piper, but Davis and, and Agent Diaz it was a lot
2: <laughs> I'm very lost right now, I'll be
0: honest it was a lot um, it's okay to be lost cause, because there are a lot of characters that I just threw at you See? It's like Game of Thrones. If you start talking about Game of Thrones to someone who hasn't seen it or read it, it's confusing. (laughs) Game of Thrones. Um, There was even some deaths this episode. In typical Game of Thrones fashion.
2: Stop!
0: (laughs) And it was so funny because I was talking with some people on Twitter, and they were all thinking... Like, who's going to die this episode? And I even commented, that's a really interesting question, because I've only really associated with that with Game of Thrones. The big question there was always, who's going to die this episode? But AOS, you have a, a core group of characters that you are pretty sure aren't going to die, because of the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um. So sure enough, there were some fatalities this episode, which is sad. Okay. i'll be okay and then but everyone do you think i can spoil i mean i've kind of i've had minor spoilers okay i'm going for it um everyone got back together yay they think the day was saved because the atom bomb exploded in space i was
2: gonna say that didn't that doesn't sound like you saved the day if the atom bomb does explode it
0: exploded in space okay yep so it seems like everything is okay but at the very end Piper came back to this party she was they explained her being away she was like yeah I took some days off for R&R it's like Piper you know there's an, like, a world-threatening event going on you just left for some relaxation time for yourself <laughs> okay but anyway Piper came back she's hanging out with Davis and Davis was on the ship trying to track down Iselle, but then he falls asleep at the party everyone thinks it's funny because he's had like one beer but he stays asleep for a really long time so they wouldn't show that if it wasn't like building up to something so I'm thinking that okay. I yes I'm thinking that Izell who's the Shrike creator the Shrike, Jack are these like bat things that get inside you and take you over basically Um, that I, because we don't really know what she does. We don't know who she is, where she came from. We just know that her and Sarge are connected somehow. So I'm thinking that she possessed Davis, and then went to go possess May. Because May does something shocking at the end of this episode. Do you want to know what it is? Okay.
2: Sure.
0: Okay. So, Sarge, who is is played by Clark Gregg, so he looks exactly like Phil Coulson... May goes in and just shoots him. Like, five times.
2: I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that.
0: It's intense. I don't know how I feel about it either. <laughs> I just hope we get more answers.
2: And this isn't the final season, right? Because it was supposed to be, and then it wasn't.
0: Right. Season five was... We all thought season five was going to be the last season... But then on the season finale, season five, on that day, we found out that season six, they renewed the show for season six, and then just a few days later, they renewed it for season seven. And
2: this is season six right now? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. Okay. And I think, oh yeah, I tweeted, I was talking to someone on Twitter about this too, like even if season seven is the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., as much as I don't want to see it go away, it'll be okay. Because, really, how many shows maintain the same quality after season seven?
2: Seven's a good number for a TV show, I think, too.
0: It is. Like, that's a really good TV show. If you think about it, that's how long Buffy lasted. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's also a Joss Whedon show. Kind of.
0: Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Legion?
2: Yeah, so Joe's been watching Agents of Shield. Meanwhile, I've been, uh, been watching season three of Legion. We are three episodes in right now. Um, so so far, at the, um, picks up. Uh, I think it picks up maybe a year after season two ends. David is uh he's running this um sort of cult with uh Audrey Claus's character Lenny, and uh, essentially he's just um he's essentially making happiness right now. Oh. And so he has all these followers, and he's sort of producing this drug that makes them happy. Uh, so you, it's essentially like he's it's. And uh, meanwhile, I don't know how it's essentially. I don't know how to what I would ref, what I would compare it to, but it's essentially like yeah, he's like he's like a cult leader, and he has all these followers.
0: Is it a physical uh, drug, Jack, or is he just making people psychically happy?
2: It's, it's a physical drug. It's like you remember that the smoke things that they the from that they uh they use from time to time.
0: Yes. Yeah, Melanie yeah, got high it on is. it a lot in season yeah. two. Mm-hmm.
2: That's kind of what it is. Okay. Uh, so meanwhile, everybody else um is hunt. Everybody else is trying to hunt David down, uh, including Farouk. Farouk is now with um all the other characters, and he's trying to help them catch David because they still think he's going to end the world. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, David has um he's a he's got a mutant who's a time traveler, and he wants to use her to do something that we haven't really without getting into spoilers he he wants to use her to do something and everybody so now the rest of the people who are hunting David down are really afraid because they know they literally can't catch David if he just has a time traveler and the time traveler can just go back and if they ever do catch him they can just go back and reverse it
0: okay <laughs> I was okay. gonna say it's gonna say that's not how time travel works but because of Endgame what different universe different rules
2: yeah, but essentially still a really good show. Um, but the uh, production design is amazing, as always. It's super weird and trippy and just insane, and all the actors are really good.
0: What is... Uh, and in the, the most recent episode, we, we met um, Professor X. Oh, no way.
2: Yeah, he's in the, he's in the most recent one.
0: Which actor?
2: Um, his name is... Uh... I think it's Henry... No, it's not... Uh, maybe Harry Lloyd, I think. One second.
0: I'm so it's not him. McAvoy or Stewart.
2: No, it's a different guy. Okay. Legion Professor X.
0: I mean, I'm fine with that. Different actors happen.
2: Uh, Harry Lloyd is the guy's name. He was on... Um, he was... Viserys Targaryen in the first season of Game of Thrones and he's been on Doctor Who
0: interesting Uh,
2: Yes, he's been in some stuff he was in the episode uh, you remember the episode where uh, David Tennant's character has to act like a human so he goes back to like the 1920s boarding school kind of he was the main he was like one of the main people that got taken over by the aliens in that episode okay yeah he's doing a really good job Um, I hope we see more of him but yeah so far I'm taking Legion
0: that's really cool um so I just finished literally two days ago as of this recording I just finished season two of Legion um because it took forever for it to get onto Hulu and I didn't know where else to watch it so I just finished season two I didn't bother to rewatch season one because I didn't have the time so I just powered through season two um but it's really good and and you're right. The show is, like, the... What'd you call it? The, the screen design? Production
2: values?
0: No, you said design. Production design?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's... I like it. I like... Like, I just love the really weird things. And this show is it.
2: Oh, it's so weird.
0: Like, my second favorite movie is Lucy. The one with Scarlett Johansson. I
2: haven't seen it.
0: Okay. So... Admittedly, like it's not the best movie, especially because the science is completely wrong. But if you if you ignore the science, um, it's such a weird movie. It's such an abstract movie. I that I love it, and movies like this code, like things that you don't really I know what's really... happening.
2: I'm... Oh yeah, well Legion. Yeah, I think that's like half the charm of this. That's like a, I think that's like the love it or hated aspect of the show is that like. You have no idea what's happening half the time, so you
0: just have to kinda go with it. Although season two so there were some points in the episodes where I'd be like, Oh, what's happening now? But I was able to keep on top of it and keep track and understand what was happening. So I was actually I didn't know if like I was just really intelligent for figuring that out. Or if it helped us watching it consecutively, like episode after episode. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Makes them both sure. Yeah. Um, one thing I thought was and I'm I'm sorry, this is season two again. Like mm-hmm. so the season starts off with um Lenny and Aubrey Plaza's character and what's Jermaine Clemens' character's name? Uh um, Oliver. I don't know, uh, I don't remember his name Oliver. I don't know what talking Oliver. 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 So they're um they're on pool floats and they're just in a pool and Abra is laughing and she's or Lenny's laughing and saying we're trapped and it zooms out to Farouk's head then it zooms out to Oliver I th- or someone else and um I always associated Lenny with the Shadow King it wasn't until this season that I realized that Lenny was her own person I, I just thought she was a uh, an iteration of the Shadow King and it wasn't until later in the season that I realized they, those two were actually trapped inside the Shadow King's head.
2: Well, wasn't it she wasn't a person originally and she, she was, she took over the body of David's sister?
0: She did. Yes. Um, that's a little confusing to me still. I don't know if Annie if herself was created by the Shadow King. Because the Shadow King was kind of always a parasite in David's life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I still don't know if Lenny was a real person that the Shadow King killed and took over or it was always a figment of David's imagination. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, she took over or she was like implanted in in Amy's body mm-hmm.
2: She's like reborn in Amy's body.
0: Yeah, that was creepy. Oh, do you know do you remember the name of the time traveler? in season three no why oh because I was trying to think of time-traveling mutants
2: I don't I don't know if she's a comic book character or not um oh yeah the way they do time travel is really cool like not to spoil anything but it's just it's very it's very trippy it just goes very well with the style of this show
0: good I'm excited so it's only episode three you said
2: yep just three episodes in I'm actually not sure how long this season is but I'm assuming it's maybe eight or ten episodes
0: okay so i could catch up still. And it is the final season. Yeah. Yeah. If i can find it somewhere. 3 episodes i can catch up on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely reach
2: out to that. We'll reach out to the listeners, ask them if they know where they can find Legion.
0: Yes, please. Uh, I really want to watch the show.
2: Uh, all right, is there anything else you want to talk about before we sign off?
0: Still the creepiest part of Legion is that that chilled... that um Children's character, or the children's book character that the Shadow King embodies. Uh,
2: the, the world's angriest boy?
0: Yeah! The kid that, like, slits everyone's throats.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So freaky. So freaky. No, yeah. No, I really, I remember, I, I
2: really liked season, I should rewatch season two, but I still remember just really liking season
0: one. Season one was really good, especially the end, like, fight scene where it's Aubrey Plaza and she's taking over everyone. Uh, <laughs> and like this cool. haunted house. Yeah. What did you think if you remember, season 2 when David and the Shadow King have a a mental fight. That was per- that was like the perfect way to show that. Okay. Um,
2: Because if it wasn't a movie, it would have to be a really big spectacle thing. But on TV, it could just be, like, that cool, like, cartoon battle thing in their minds. That was cool. I thought that was perfect.
0: I didn't mind it. But you're definitely right. If it's... (laughs) With a bigger budget, a bigger fan base, that's not what I'd want to see. But it worked.
2: No, I think it's perfect for that show.
0: It was. Yeah, definitely, like, fit with the vibe of the show. So... Marvelites, if you know, if you watch Legion, let us know what you think. Also, if you know where I can catch up on the first three episodes, or by the time this episode comes out, maybe four, by the time you listen, uh, I you know where I can catch up on the first four episodes of Legion, let me know. Because <laughs> I want to watch it. So, Jack, what are, let's do, like, two more wrap-up questions. What do you think is going to happen in... in Spider-Man Three. I have no
2: idea, but I'm really excited about it.
0: Perfect answer. I I'm thinking, like if they do Sinister Six, they're gonna go kidnap Aunt May. Or MJ. Second. I don't know if they always get
2: kidnapped though, so hopefully they'll do something different.
0: Yeah, maybe. Second wrap-up question: Predictions for Legion season
2: three. Joe, Legion is way too. <laughs> Beechin is way too
0: trippy for me to F any prediction as to what's going to happen. That's fair. All right. Again, Marvelites, if, if you have any predictions on any of those two topics, let us know. Three topics if you want to guess what's going to happen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Thanks for tuning in. And find us on all social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. So feel free to rate, follow, subscribe, leave a comment, whatever it is you do on the internet. Find us, and tune in again next week. Bye,
1: guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together, we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only, and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.